I'm back. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This episode of Grow With Naya is dedicated to one of the goddesses that was joining my goddess gathering. Um, She asked me how to, um, I want to say the question was around being yourself. I tried to find the post where she put the suggestion, but I'm pretty sure this was about how to stay consistent in being yourself. So, as I sit here on this Saturn day, happy Juneteenth. You'll be hearing this after the fact, but it is Juneteenth, the day that I am recording this. And this is about unabashedly me, myself, and I and letting go of the fear of judgment. So I'm going to, as um, you know, I merge, you know, the practical life with the spiritual and show how these things overlap. So when you look at my birth chart um, and you're looking for possible wounding, my 11th house ruled by Taurus um, is um, it's housing Chiron at five degrees and what this shows is about how I related the wounds I have related to people in my community So this may have been people I went to school with. This may be people that I, you know, knew at five degrees. You know, what I heard was that the degree kind of gives you an idea of the age. And the few people where I've asked, did something around dot, dot, dot happen around this age? They've all said yes. So for me, around five years old, so this is going to be like elementary school and learning that I was different. Um, Growing up in the South, in the Bible Belt, as a Black Israelite. So then I have to go through the, what is that? And at some point, I just developed the answer. My um, stock answer was, I'm a Black Jew. And then I, depending on the person, may get the, well, the Jews aren't Black and that kind of thing. Um... But my school years, my formative years, were in a lot of ways, ways that I ended up being different. I had a gap, and it's not that I knew no one with a gap. I just didn't know a lot of people with one, especially females. Like, I'm thinking backwards. And it was probably high school where I remember someone with a prominent gap that was in my age range. Um, between my sisters and I, I am the darker of the three of us. Um, it was just these varying differences. Um, I was definitely bullied as a kid, anything physically that made me, me was up for scrutiny, was up for attack. Even thinking about a teacher I had wanted to put me in special education because I held my pencil funny. Now, if anyone knows me who has ever seen my handwriting, knows I have exceptionally neat handwriting. 
And I don't hold my pencil any different. I have never learned how to hold a pencil the way it is traditionally taught to hold. I can't pincer my pencil that way. It's uncomfortable and I'm not going to do it. Um, so between that and then she was always like, well, you should put your daughter in X, Y, and Z that costs money that she's not willing to pay. You know, I didn't understand as a kid, but it, in the grand scheme of things, she's asking my parents to do all of these various things to make me war- more well-rounded. Um, and all of these things cost money, money that my parents may or may not have had. And I'm just thinking the audacity of you're not offering to help financially support this. You're just saying you need to do this because she needs to be more well-rounded because I was making, you know, really good grades in class, but the other young lady with, you know, the beautiful, long blonde hair and blue eyes, well, she was a dancer and all of these other things, but her grades weren't as good as mine. So, you know, she, it was just stuff like that all through school, all through school. Then of course, I developed early. So it made me even more different. Then I got my period first, made me even more different. So I have spent a very long portion of my life being different. And then I spent a very long portion of my life trying to conform. So in sidereal astrology, I am a Gemini rising. And one of the things I learned about that is that it makes me fluid in my company. Meaning that as I move through different groups of people, I conform and adapt to that group of people. So what I'm learning how to do is to be me still in those groups of people, which really makes a lot of sense because in um, tropical astrology, I am an Aquarius. I am an Aquarius sun and my Aquarius sun sits in my eighth house. So my sun is shining in my shadow the, and my, in Gemini rules my 12th house, which is my, my sun subconscious, I can't talk, Mercury retrograde, shouts out at the end, um, the house of my subconscious. So there's a big theme in me around being myself. Like there is a very strong call for me to learn how to love, how to nurture, and how to just be comfortable in my own skin. And at now 42 years of age, I feel like I'm just getting there. And I know some of you may like, oh my God, and it doesn't have to take that long for you. But this is my journey and this is where I'm at is, it took me a while and I can tell when I'm not in alignment with myself. I have probably set some, I probably maybe need to reset how these things show up, but I, I am a feeler. And so the feelings in my body tell me when I'm on track and when I am not on track. And that lets me know you're moving as your highest self, or I am falling back into ego and being afraid of what people will say, how I'll be received, if you'll like me. There are just all of these things that 
the overthinking um, Aquarius tends to do. Um, Shouts out to somebody on Clubhouse because I am going to steal his line and say that I am a retired overthinker. Um, At least I'd like to hope that I am. And I have been doing things, little things here and there that either face a fear within myself, just personal fears or fears of what other people are going to say about me. Because I spent so much time hearing what other people said about me, knowing what other people were saying about me, feeling what other people were saying about me, even being in a relationship with someone who would regularly challenge my blackness. I couldn't possibly know this song playing over the PA in Walmart and also know all of the lyrics to a Jay-Z song. Even though I would have just sung that song in their presence in the car, the comment would also always be, do I know any black music? Well, clearly I know some black music. And someone would say, well, it was a joke all the time. If someone does a certain thing all the time and cloaks it in a joke, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. When people cloak those things, well, I'm just messing with you. No, it's not a joke. You mean that. And I'll let anybody tell you different. When they say it, they mean it. So anytime my blackness has ever been challenged by somebody, anytime my sensitivity has ever been called out by somebody, those things were not jokes. They meant them. They meant them. And so I just choose to know that I, I know what my blackness is. No one has to tell me. I've gotten DNA confirmation that I am 91% of African lineage. I don't need anyone else's confirmation. I know that I'm sensitive. I know that I am a highly sensitive individual. I know that I'm a highly sensitive individual because I am an intuitive empath. I am clairsentient and I'm clairaudient. That's why I feel the way that I do. It's a reflection of my gift. Um, And I'm okay with that. It means that I also have not been, um, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Desensitized to what happens in the world. I'm not desensitized to seeing something that's horrific and knowing that thing is horrific. It doesn't have to happen to me. It doesn't have to happen to somebody I know for me to be able to acknowledge that this was something horrific. This is something sad. This is something joyful. This is something beautiful. I'm able to resonate with those things and I'm not desensitized to any of it. This does mean I have to put around energetic boundaries periodically to make sure that I'm not absorbing everyone else's feelings, but my ability to feel and the fact that I feel deeply and strongly and I express those emotions is a reflection of my superpowers. I have, I think putting a posting a picture of my tarot card reading for myself on my main Instagram page. So the one that I share, my public page, 
I was, that was the one that was devoted to my spirituality and my, the rest of my life was on my other page and I did not allow my spiritual self to be shown on that page. I even had it in there. If you want to follow my spiritual journey, go to this page. And I think I remember one day, I don't actually remember this moment, whether it was on accident on purpose, but I posted a tarot card reading and occasionally I post one because I think they're freaking cool. Like that's the honest truth. I might be doing a morning reading on myself and the cards will line up so beautifully aligned, especially when I'm doing my cards and they fly out. Like, it's not like I shuffled and I stopped shuffling and flipped the cards over, even though that is also equally cool spirit. That's also equally cool. But there is something, something special about when spirit is moving through my hands and the cards just fly out. And I'm like, wow. And especially if I feel like the message will resonate with others. And I just remember just saying, F it. I'm going to go ahead and um, post this on my other page. And I'll be honest, I have thought for the longest that I was going to lose Facebook friends. And then I'm like, well, why do I care? It's not like the majority of these individuals I talk to on a daily basis so why do I care? So eventually, now, if I post something spiritual, depending on what it is, most of the time it's on both that page and my public page. Like I posted in both places. And that is <laughs> so beyond me sometimes because I don't, it's like, I can't see myself last year, year maybe last year's when it started. So I'll say year before last and prior to that doing that. Um, I, and it's funny, it was like little things I was doing, but I didn't realize how much I was just acknowledging this is what I enjoy. I, and I think I have amazing legs. So periodically, I just want to post a picture of my legs so that everyone else can enjoy what I enjoy seeing on a daily basis. And someone, you know, may like, well, why are you posting? Why do you care? Why do you care? Because I don't. What I care about is that was a really fire picture of my legs and those heels. It's about me just enjoying being me. I recently added witch to my hashtags. I always put goddess vibes and something to that effect. Um, actually, I recently added a few. I added medium, oracle, intuitive reader, and witch. And I remember just this feeling, this grin when I did witch. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a thing. That That is a thing. And for those who say why, because it was just what they called women who were healers. Like when you think of the grand scheme of the reality, these women were in tune to nature. They knew which herbal 
remedies to give to their community, to their flock, to heal them. They were connected to the divine in such a way that they were able to follow their intuition, hear their souls calling, hear what their guardian angels and guides and the most high source, whatever you want to call it, was saying to them to allow them to guide, direct, and help those in their community. And because that gift was not, it's not that it was unavailable. That's the thing that's funny about it. It's not that the knowledge, the skill, the ability to do those things isn't available to every human on earth. It's just that it was innate in them. It was natural and they flowed through it fluidly. So, you know, if you want to say I am, you know, the next Supreme, I'm okay with that too. I am absolutely okay with that too. It's about being yourself, loving yourself. I think I say this often that self-love is an act of worship. Who you were designed and cultivated and sent to this earth to be is a reflection of the creator. The scientifically, everything is energy and energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It just changes form. So all of the original energy that created and spawned the universe, the earth, the planet, the sun, the moon, the stars, everything you see, feel, touch, taste, smell, all of it is from one source which means that source is within all of those things, all of the beings, including us. When we allow ourselves to fully express in the fullness and richness of who we are as divine beings, we are allowing the most high God, goddess, divine father, mother, creator, source, whatever you resonate with to fully express through you. And I believe it was the, the late great orator Tupac Shakur that said, only God can judge me. And courtesy of my grandfather, my name means God is my judge. So anything that is me, is me. I like to charge my crystals in the, on the full and the new moon. And I charge them under the moonlight with the full moon and sunshine with the new moon, even though I didn't do it this time because of the eclipse. But in either case, that's what I like to do. Every morning, I sit in front of my ancestor altar. I sit in front of the altar for my higher self. I sit in front of my altar with my Orishas on there. And I say my prayers, maybe talk about what I dreamed, maybe how I'm feeling, maybe I cry. I give myself Reiki. Some mornings I do affirmations. 
I haven't been doing them consistently and I need to get back to that. I pull cards to see what the day is going to be. And then if the mood strikes me, I pull cards for y'all to see what I can share that moves you. Lately, my ritual of seeing what the energy of the day is includes me looking at the numerology of the day, looking at the planets that are for me that day. Since each day of the week is associated with a planet, um, and shout out to Dominique um, for the extra jewel that the day that you were born is your personal Sunday. And so it's like whatever your personal day is conjunct the actual day of the week's planet. So I've been doing that since she dropped that jewel on me. And so I have a journal. I write down my numerology. I write down my planets. I pull my book of light, which is full of channeled messages from Yeshua and see what message that, um, as you may call him, Master Jesus has for me. And then I go through my day. And lately, when I'm unsure which way to go, I'll sit, I'll take a couple of breaths, and I'll ask my higher self, which way do I go? Sometimes I go simply off the feeling, depending on what's going on. Sometimes my glasses interfere with how my intuitive nudge feels in my face. So I pull out my pendulum and let it swing. I am collecting rainwater because it's raining today. And I'm going to take a spiritual bath. The last spiritual bath I took, I took some advice that I saw on a YouTube video and I did it outside and that joint was fire. I'm like, oh man. And if you know, if you've been following my spiritual journey, you know that I've, it's not the first time I've done that, especially in this weather. I've taken a spiritual shower outside before. I just didn't know this was like a thing. It just, that morning I felt called to do it that way. So under the light of the full moon that day, I took a shower outside. No, I wasn't naked. In case for those asking that question, I was not. Why do I share this? Because I'm not afraid to. I am so grateful to be blessed with dear close friends who are not on the same journey, but respect mine. My closest friend will challenge me when I'm not moving in alignment to my journey. They ask me questions, not of judgment, but curiosity. And I hear so many people walking similar paths say they don't have that. They don't have a family they could talk to or friends, so they have to go to Facebook, and I don't. I could pick up the phone, and if they're free, I could say, yo, here's this really cool thing that you probably care nothing about, but I want to share it and talk to you. And they'll be like, okay. And they'll ask questions and understanding, and they don't think I'm crazy. One of my friends, when I got my Reiki mastery, he let me give him Reiki. And he is not a spiritual person at all, but he let me give him Reiki so I could 
have experienced giving it to someone other than myself. One friend asked me to give him a reading. Like I was reading myself and he asked me, could I do him? It means a lot to have their support. It really does. And that's one of the ways you, you have to cultivate your circle. Um, I posted a video the other day um, talking about, um, it's on my YouTube, I believe, talking about my relationship with people in general, like sacred relationships. And one of the things I said is that we have been programmed to believe that it should be normal for our friends and family not to support us. It should be normal for you to be doing a thing, a project, a business, whatever the case may be, share that thing and your friends and your family not support you. That has been programmed for people to feel like it is normal. And I'm saying it's not. Those people are not your friends. The people that are your family may have been born into them, but they may not be your soul family. So you have to find your people because your people will support you and celebrate you being yourself. But it still starts within you and it's not an easy process. It's really uncomfortable. And one of my mentors, he is known for saying you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. This does make me uncomfortable. It does. I'm just comfortable with the discomfort. When I, um, if you listen back, if you listen to it at all, or you, if you have it, if you go back, I posted, I say posted, I recorded a podcast mentioning the fact that I dreamt about Jesus. I cried that morning, cried, because I knew I had to share that dream. I knew it, and I was petrified to do so, because I just knew the backlash was going to be horrendous, horrendous. But, you know, I don't have that many folks that are listening right now. So, you know, maybe um, later it'll be horrendous, but it wasn't initially. And I just did it anyway. And that's what you have to do is that you have to know that it's for you. And that's the thing you have to also learn is learning who you are. Because a lot of times we move through and we don't know who we are. We, we, we don't know. We don't know who we are. Because on the surface, I could easily say I'm simply just the caring, motherly, nurturing, friendly, cancer rising. And completely disregard the Capricorn ruling my seventh house. Or the Aries moon that I have. Or the goddess Isis in my eighth house or Hecate in my 12th house and disregard all of those energies moving through me. I could completely disregard that 
I am a life path 11, a master number 11, a spiritual teacher. I could completely disregard that because that is my choice. But will I feel good? Will it make me happy? I can disregard every past life thing I've ever pulled or seen about myself. But I know that my soul is every bit of all of those energies and more. I could disregard the call of the stars where they feel like home, but I'm not. It doesn't mean that it's easy. It just means it is. It'll eventually be as easy. Hashtag Goddess Vibes wasn't easy. It totally was not easy. It was not easy for me to say positive affirmations to myself because I didn't know what to say nice about myself all the time. So I took the nice things that others said to me where they were pouring into me and use them to fill my own cup. I just use them to fill my own cup. So learn to fill your own cup. Learn what fills your cup. Learn what you feel like in your body when you are doing the thing that is authentically you and move through that. Um, If you want help, if you want support, you can always hit me up. I can offer a consultation, maybe a reading, whatever you feel like you need, because that is my purpose. My purpose is to help people find the divine in them, which means finding themselves. So I hope that sharing my story, maybe see some parallels in your own, see how you are being yourself or maybe not. Share how this resonates with you, share it with a friend, and I hope that you enjoyed it. It As always, thank you. Grow with Naya will be a weekly podcast where I discuss not only my spiritual life, but also my regular everyday life as well. I will also share what else I'm growing in my garden, including any new poetry, courses, events, and interviews with inspiring souls. My intention is for this to be a place of growth and community. Be sure to leave me a voice message. Find me on social media at Naya Shalom. Gratitude in advance for you subscribing, liking, rating, sharing, and commenting on any podcast app. Thank you.